Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam? Hey, hey, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's good to see you another week right here on the Truth Be Told podcast. Yeah, we're so glad that you're listening. Um, We hope you have had a good week. I don't know when you're listening to this. You know, we have people that listen to it the day it comes out. We have people that listen to it, you know, a couple months down the line. So... I'm actually like thoroughly impressed. There's a guy that listens, his name's Josh, and he just started listening a few weeks ago. And he's like, I've listened to every single episode within the last few weeks that you guys have put out. And I'm like, dude, that's an insane amount of content to (laughs) listen to. (laughs) So some of you are just like binge listening to the whole thing, but uh, we're excited that you've joined us. Again, we love feedback, you know, connect with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, tag us in posts, you know, ask us questions. We'd love to build a relationship uh, because we're all part of a community together and we're growing together right for sure for sure but so let's jump right into today and I'm, I'm excited so you would have seen the title of this podcast is god wants to bless you right and a lot of people would have read that title and been like well yeah yeah i know he wants to bless me but the question is do you really know that he wants to bless you or maybe i need to ask it this way are you willing to receive his blessings now you're probably thinking like, what do you mean? Of course, I'm willing to receive his blessings. But you know, Chad and I, we've been in church for for a, a long time now. A little now. bit, you know. You know, and if we've seen something, it's that a lot of people actually struggle to receive blessings from God. Right. I know this sounds shocking, but it's, it's true. It's almost like they're a sucker per, for punishment. Like yeah. if there's not struggle in their life. Something's wrong. Then then they kind of seek it and almost self-destruct at times because they feel that there needs to be a level of suffering, right, right. to be a Christian. And I understand there's persecution and things like that, but... You know, God wants to bless you. Absolutely. God wants you to have abundance. God wants you to enjoy life and thrive in life. Right. And there is an absolute missing part if we're living our Christian life and we get blessed. Absolutely. And somehow we feel like it's undeserved. Absolutely. Or or, or that it's not from God. Right, right. Right. And like God desires to bless you. You know, when John ten ten, right? He came to give us life and not just life, but like an abundant life. And that's in every single area. You know, it's funny, but I think a lot of Christians think that they just need to be with Jesus in the struggle. They need to, um, you know, it's it's more humble right. to live modestly. Right. The more humble, the poorer, the more, greater the, the struggle, like the Jesus. better Christian I am. Right. And that's just not true. God wants you to live an abundantly blessed life life. Honestly, you represent God better when you do live this life that's thriving in right. every area. Not when you're scraping by, struggling and, you know, just not giving God a very good rap as a father and a provider. And we also need to look at him at who he truly is. He is a king, right? And a king is judged on his success, not just on his wealth and his riches, but every king obviously has a kingdom. Mm -hmm. And then there's citizens that are part of that kingdom. 
And true wealth is not just experienced by the king, but it's experienced by his people as well. And a marker of a successful kingdom is the land is thriving. The people are thriving. The poverty levels are low. The government is operating the way that it should be. And you as a believer are representation inside that kingdom that God has created. Remember, Jesus didn't come to bring a religion of Christianity, right? right? Jesus came to establish a spiritual kingdom and you're part of it if you're saved. And when you got adopted into that kingdom, you became a citizen that represented Jesus. Absolutely. And you know what? Jesus had a good father. Yes. And you have the same good father. Yeah. Yeah. And he wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be whole. Right. You know, he doesn't want you to have to beg and scrape and struggle for the next piece of bread or the next scrap. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking. You know, the world has defined humility as that, right. as being very lowly, you know, kind of just honestly being a little bit of a doormat yeah. is kind of how the world would defi- define someone who's humble you know living below your means kind of just yeah I I, I don't want to like be too offensive so I'm gonna be careful what I say but the truth is that's not what humility is humility actually the true definition of humility is knowing who you are and walking in it right so I actually think we could say that if we persist in being these Christians that are like well no you know I'm just gonna struggle because Jesus struggled and I'm gonna you know that's false humility in a sense because right then we're not walking in who we're actually called to be absolutely and it's, it's hilarious because Jesus though he was humble he wasn't a doormat no he was a blessing and he got blessed. You know, I just shared today in church about the woman with the alabaster jar, Yeah. you know, and she came in and she poured this oil on Jesus. Like imagine having perfume poured on you that it, let's just say like an average wage, uh, in America is like $50,000, you know, uh, have somebody come and pour a $50,000 bottle <laughs> of perfume on you. Yeah. Right, Jesus was abundantly blessed. Even the tomb was a man that had, you know, already paid for his tomb, where he stayed. The soldiers cost lots for his clothes. They would never have done that if they were just raggedy, terrible. You You know, know, every single layer of authority connected and wanted to speak with him because of his influence, because of his miracles, but because he was blessed in every single area of his life. I don't see any area, right, where Jesus struggled. Yeah. Nobody ever caught Jesus off guard. You know, nobody ever like oh, oh came to Jesus and like, you know, I really, I need this. And, and he wasn't able to provide it. Exactly. And I think it's important for us as believers to recognize, listen, God wants to bless you. Yeah. God wants you to be prosperous. And in Psalm 84, verse 11, the Bible says this, For the Lord God is our sun and our shield. He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. Yeah. and Chad and I were scrolling on social media this week and we saw this um, statement made yeah. by... I'll give the um, shout out. Shout out to Preston Shuttlesworth. So funny. I we guess actually, your social media content isn't that bad. <laughs> we it's actually went to Bible school good. with his uh, <laughs> older sister... Uh, both of his sisters, actually, yeah. we went to school with Chelsea and Brooke. Um, but he he posted this, and he was being sarcastic. And so um, we're gonna break, we're gonna explain what he's saying. But he does have a sarcastic tone, and what he says is, "My mother got me a beautiful watch for my birthday, the exact one I asked for. 
I immediately threw it on the ground and stomped on it. She didn't understand that I wasn't at my party for blessing. I was just there for her presence. And then he says, hashtag Christians. And I thought that that was the perfect uh, sarcasm to describe what we're talking about. Because so many Christians, you know, make all these statements like I just, you know, I just serve God for God. And and we completely eliminate the fact that he wants to bless us. Mm -hmm. I don't give to receive. Yes, you do. Then why do you give? What a dumb statement. Or like, you know, I just really don't like the prosperity gospel because, you know, I don't give to get. Well, let me ask you a real question and we'll see what your true beliefs are right why did you get saved so you could get salvation right that that is a simple exchange you confess jesus christ in order to get salvation it's a legal transaction right why do you you know give your breath that you just breathed out now so so that you can get the next one. Everything in this planet operates on a system of seed, time, and harvest, or sowing and reaping. And that's what I was just going to say. Sowing and reaping is a law. That is what the Bible says in the book of Genesis. But we only focus on sowing, and we completely ignore the fact that there's two words in uh, in that sentence, sowing and reaping sowing reaping sowing reaping but we only focus on sowing and then the reaping happens and then all of a sudden we don't know what to do yeah we get like bashful about it like no it's actually funny so uh i got blessed this last week and uh my cousin nick shout out nick you know got us a killer deal um with a vehicle and so i upgraded our vehicle uh, to a truck. I'm finally a man. Uh, I feel it. <laughs> He's it, put away childish life, things. Yeah. He's become a man. <laughs> my life has changed for the better. <laughs> but I almost felt like bashful at first, you know, when I I got it because people are like, ooh, you got a truck? And they're starting to, like, I was almost like bashful yeah. about the blessing that God gave me. And after like a half a day of like trying to be humble about it, I just totally rejected every concern that I had. And I was like, yeah, God absolutely He's blessed so me. He's so good. Like, I, I, I immediately would excuse it with, yeah, you don't know the deal that, that my right. cousin got me, you know. Right. Or I'd try to, like, justify it that way. Listen, I don't need to justify God's blessing for my life. Right. I gave dramatically this year. And this right now, we're in a reaping reaping season. season. And I'm telling you right now, you can be in that same season for your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is what the word says. Proverbs 3, 9 through 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything that you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. There's two words that we want to point out. Good fill, wine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fill. Wow. Wow. Oh, that was a joke. <laughs> you might want to clarify the fact that we do not. We don't drink. We do I, not it was drink. Just too good. Um, that really screwed you up. That really. I'm sorry. You really. It starts me with up. honor the Lord. No, <laughs> no. The two the well. two words I was going to point out oh. was fill. And then overflow. See, God isn't a God that does things small either. He's Mm -hmm. an extravagant God. So when God blesses you, you know, okay, yes, obviously like there's little blessings here and there. And Mm -hmm. it's important to count your blessings, no matter how big or small that they are. But he is an extravagant God. And so he wants to fill your vat, your your bonds with grain, and your vats will overflow. That is an example of the reaping that Mm -hmm. takes place when you serve God. 
Absolutely. And I mean, it goes back, and I think this is the scripture off the top of my head, Genesis 8.22, that seed time and harvest is a law. Right. Right. It is it is a principle of heaven. So when you give, like my wife's been saying, you will receive. And I think we also need to bring in Galatians 6, 9 in this. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. We're not just talking about material things, though, you know, a lot of times that does manifest in a material thing. Now, if the material thing is an idol, you know, maybe it didn't come from God or, you know, if you had to get it by dishonest gain, all right, not by God, but God wants to bless you with material things 100%. But with seed time and harvest, there are other things that you can receive. You can receive, you know, great relationships, great friendships, you know, you can receive positions, you can receive levels of authority, you can receive all of these things. And, you know, don't look at promotion as a bad thing. A lot of people, yeah. like you're saying, is like not just talking about money things, but like don't see promotion as bad or favor, right? Or favor yeah. as bad. Embrace the favor of God. His hand is such a heavy hand that when His hand is on you, it is noticeable. Absolutely, right? It is, it is significant, and people around you will be able to see. Like, wow. Their life is blessed. Wow, God is doing something there. And remember, your life is a walking billboard Mm -hmm. for the God that you serve. I would rather be a walking billboard that is blessed, that is glitz and glam, that, you know, looks amazing, has all the lights, all the trim, than this like bare bone you know, handwritten bill. I'm imagining like a billboard that somebody like takes a Sharpie to. Like, that's not what your your life's supposed to look like. Nobody wants to serve a God that, you know, you make look like is small, right. that can't provide, that can't take care, that doesn't answer prayer. Let's be real. If God can't meet our basic needs, food on the table, clothes on our back, is he truly a God? Yeah, yeah. And right? I even feel in my spirit as we're talking, like there's people that are going to have a hard time with this teaching. They're going to have a hard time with this. But I really want to encourage you to dig into God's word about this. And I right. think the perfect scripture, um, Matthew 7, 11. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask? Bible's not just saying that to blow hot air. Right. It's the truth. God has gifts for you. And think about us as natural people. I mean, you know, we love to give gifts to people. That's just something that humans love to do. Well, not all humans. Um, you like, like to give husband. gifts more than other I people. I yeah. love to. See, my love language is uh, gifts. And so I thoroughly the last enjoy. Love, the lowest scoring one on mine is gifts. Right. And it's my highest. Yeah. That is my like ultimate way of showing love to somebody is to giving gifts. But, um, you know, we give gifts as humans and like we love to do it. And then the Bible's saying, you feel that way? How much more does God feel? Right. You about being tainted gifts? and sinful and evil, right? Right. You having that, that, that taint in your life. If you love to give good gifts, how much more does God in heaven? God wants to bless your socks off. Absolutely. And and that doesn't exclude, you know, there's a lot of other podcasts you can go see that there may, may be times where you're going into battle and there are fights, yeah. you know, but that doesn't mean that you can't be blessed. That doesn't mean that every season's a fighting season, right? right? David fought battles so that Solomon could live in peace for the rest of his life. Right. So that so- David sowed seeds so that Solomon could reap a harvest Absolutely. of building the 
the temple. Absolutely. Right? There are things and seasons in your life where you may be building, but don't forget about a reaping season. And I, you know, I even told the church two weeks ago that we're stepping into a reaping season. We are. And yeah. like, I mean, it's just wild in every front, in everything. I was telling uh, some people and I was like, it's crazy to the point where like when I pray, the things that I want, it's like immediate things are shifting. Like big things, wild things that are happening. But even not just necessarily want or needs, but if I want something and I mention it to God, I'm seeing things happen without me having to say a word to anybody else. Why? Because God cares about your greatest desires and greatest needs but he also sees your little wants. Absolutely. And, and they you know, matter to him. And, and it does. But it starts, I think, with seeking first the kingdom of God. Right. Right. We have to, obviously, you know, you can't have this back end of the teaching without knowing that, firstly, you're seeking God with a pure heart. Absolutely. Right. You're not seeking material gain and material wealth as your God, but you're seeking God. And then he's adding to you as you seek him out that, you know, it's a heart of, of uh, gratitude. It's a heart that is tithing, that is sowing, that is, you know, following the laws and the principles of God to gain this blessing from him. Absolutely. But when we do, man, is it good? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And then, you know, you got to position yourself and you got to say, okay, God, thank you. Mm-hmm. God, thank you that you love me. Thank you. You want to bless me. You know, when talk, going back to me talking about like being a gift giver, you know, when I give gifts to people, I love watching their reaction. I love watching them be thankful and be excited. You know, if, if I were to give a gift to somebody and they would just be like, oh my gosh, I just can't accept this. This is too extravagant. This is too much. You know, I would not find that humble. I would not walk away from that conversation being like, wow, they're so humble. Mm-hmm. I'd walk, I'd honestly walk away from the conversation being incredibly annoyed mm-hmm. and feeling like, what the heck? Yeah. Why didn't they want to like mm-hmm. receive? I don't get it. And I sometimes think that that's how God looks at us. Right. Like, I just want to bless you. Right. Why are you going to sit there and act like you don't want to receive my blessing? Yet, you know, we we go to church and we sing songs about receiving from God and about how good he is and he's a good, good father and all this stuff. And then he actually acts like that and actually does things for us. And we're like, well, no, we just can't accept that. Right. We just can't take that. I find it annoying. It is. It's dumb. And I bet God finds it annoying. Yeah. I, mean, I like it, to think that God has those kind of emotions. Like, wow, I'm that's just mad annoying. I could see God saying that. That's just mad annoying. I, I think we can wrap it up with this. And, and this story about the prodigal son, and you'll find out where I'm going with this, but the prodigal son had this inheritance from his father. And he said, Dad, I want my inheritance. I want to go now. And so he took it, and he lavished his life and spent it on wild parties and things. And he's squandered his money. Yeah. And he found himself uh, working as a servant in a pig slop. And he had a thought, man, even my dad's servants, at least they have enough bread yeah, to worry about. Yeah, right. to worry about it. I'll go back to God as one of his, or I'll go back to my I dad as, yeah. as one of my, my servant, as one of his servants. So when his father saw him afar off, he ran to him, right? And so this, this boy comes back expecting to be a servant. And he had a servant's mindset because that's where he was, right? And uh, then he takes off his cloak, puts a cloak on him, puts a ring on him, puts shoes on him because servants don't have shoes, right? Throws him a feast and he says, go get the fattened calf. 
So I think there's a few things we can pull from this. Number one, when we come to God, understand this. You're not coming from the perspective of a servant. You're coming as a son. You're coming as a son or a daughter of God. And even if you feel unqualified, even if you feel, you know, like you've messed up, even if you feel like you may not deserve the celebration, God loves you so much that he wants to celebrate you. He wants to bless you. He wants to honor you even when you didn't deserve it. Right. But here's another perspective too. The older brother then comes over and he asks the servant, what's going on? He said, well, your brother is returned and your father uh, slaughtered the fattened calf for him. And the older brother comes to the dad and he's like, listen, I don't understand your problem. Like you've never given me a fattened calf. Right. You've never done something like this. This kid goes out and wastes all your money and you, what, throw him a party in exchange for it? And the father turns to him and says, son, all that I have belongs to you, right? So we can talk about the younger brother, but let's look at the older brother. I think a lot of times we don't understand the blessing that we have around us and what we have access to. The older brother could have slaughtered a fattened calf at any point of time because he owned the whole thing. Yeah, He had the whole territory. He had everything that he needed. He just didn't think that he even needed to receive anything, right? He never threw a party. He never did a celebration. He never... But everything belonged to him. How many Christians do we have where they're sitting in their inheritance in the salvation that they have and they are not receiving the blessing that God has for them? I always joke with people. I say, it's like walking into Disney, walking into the gates and then just standing there and admiring everything around. There is blessing in salvation that is so much more than just an eternity in heaven. There is wholeness. There is health. There is prosperity. And you, just as you receive salvation, need to receive these other things. Absolutely. So don't just always be, you know, we give, we give, we give. But I've never found a situation where we can outgive God. Absolutely. So if you're giving, don't forget to look around. And see the blessing from heaven. Yep. God loves you. He wants to bless you. And I think honestly, like, what more needs to be said? Right. Sailor, pause, think mm. about it, and know that God wants to bless you. He loves you. And ask him to open your eyes because maybe you've missed it. There's blessing. Maybe coming your he's way. been trying to bless you. You know what I'm saying? Like some of some of us are like sitting on our porch waiting for like a bird to come drop like a check on your porch. And sometimes it doesn't happen that way, but God wants to bless you. Open your eyes. It might surprise you. Honestly, as you move forward in this day, and I know I'm being very, very sarcastic. I'm going to pull it in, but um, you know, as you go about this day, open your eyes, you know, ask God to open the eyes of your heart to see how many different ways he's trying to bless you and that you maybe have just missed it or you maybe just haven't been paying attention. And you'll be surprised to see that God is so intricate and he's so detailed and he's actually wrapped up in every single part of our day and in our lives. Right, and let me speak this over your life as we end it off, all right? So I declare in the name of Jesus that this week you will see a supernatural blessing from heaven that what you'd sown was not in vain, but you sowed it even without an expectation of a harvest, but a harvest is coming. So I declare right now a supernatural blessing. I declare right now debt being paid. I declare promotions from heaven. I declare checks in the mail. I pray for opportunity, business ideas. I release them even now. And I declare that you 
are just as blessed as you're giving that today you're going to receive. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.